and welcome to this episode of Stone Sports. I am Bert, and with me as always is Dubs. Say what up, Dubs. What the fuck is up, Bertie? Hey, man. How are you doing on this fine Tuesday? I'm uh, alive. I'm alive. I nothing better. Ain't nothing better than that. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about whether or not the NHL is going to get shut down, but we could talk about that later. Um, so a few things that might get shut down. Yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about today. So I guess let's start with this normal shit we start with, and then we'll move to the spurts. All right, all right, all right. So I've had an eventful week. Yeah, with, uh, yeah. I didn't even ask. I'm such a dick. What's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Not much, bro. Not a dick. Appreciate you. But anyway, we fucking. Uh, I watched Sunny. Caught up on Sunny. So good. Phenomenal. Favorite uh, episode. I, I. It might be the first one. Which one was the first one? Uh, twenty twenty, a year in review, where they were basically responsible oh, yes. for every single event. And it turned. I love the whole episode. They're like, yeah, our guy, and then you find out their guy is it's Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got a, such a good stage presence. It's so that was so fucking funny. So fucking good. However, I, all of them were great. Uh, all of them had their moments. Uh, Ronnie the Rat was top fantastic. Tier. Yeah, top was fucking so... tier. And like, mark my word, <laughs> everyone's gonna have a beeper in twenty years. Yeah, I love how his <laughs> first line is like, "I got a lot wrong." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And the bit where where Charlie's like, yeah, fifty seven thousand dollars. I knew right away that was going to be the case in the episode. I was gonna be like, Charlie's the one who put up the most money for the bar. Yep, yep, same. Uh, and I also was just like waiting for Dee's head accident or head trauma to change her from right. the fucking <laughs> right. nice innocent yeah. girl. <laughs> Uh, I think my favorite line of this season thus far is uh, describing the uh, essential workers. The last tit of the hog before the asshole. <laughs> Such a good line. Uh, yeah. Garments and varmints. Yeah, that's the, so good. The pelts, you bitch. My and, favorite uh, was probably um, Whiskey Island of Green and Fight. Whiskey Island of Green and Fight. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh, monkey beer. Yeah, monkey beer was good. Uh, I liked that they got uh, Pepper Jack. To come play Murtaugh. That episode was so good. So fucking good. Uh, and they had Don Tiger McNabb Sheetle. Yeah, right. Also a great appearance. <laughs> so fucking good. But I, in that episode, the uh, I'm sick of being jerked around. I'm ready to explode line. Yes. Fucking made me bust out laughing. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, holy fuck. When Pepper Jack's like, chill, bitch. My phone blowing up. <laughs> That shit was so funny. Pepper Jack was electric as always. Yep. Yep. Um. So the re- after Sunny, the rest of my week was also pretty fucking eventful. Uh, drove around my mom. She had a work party w- that went to a bar afterwards. So she got pretty drunk. I had to DD her around. But the next day, we were out running some errands, getting a Christmas tree and shit. We stopped at Burger King while we were out. Uh pulling out a burger king and we noticed that there's a light post like next to the building and there's like four backpacks around the bottom of the light post and we're like that's weird weird like not a soul around no people to be seen right we're pulling out of the fucking drive through and this 
tweak tweaker looking guy starts walking up and we're like oh no there's drugs in those backpacks and he's like fucking scratching sniffing and pulling his shirt up his pants are down to like his fucking knees just the type it's real uh ratty looking guy didn't look like he showered for a while and lo and behold he goes and picks up all the backpacks so I don't know if there were drugs in there or if he left his homeless supplies there while he went somewhere else. That's exactly but, what happened. He probably had to poop, dude. You think? But he didn't come out of the Burger King. He came walking down the street. Oh. Yeah. That's weird. Who knows? If he came out of the on? Burger King, I would have been like, oh, yeah, homeless guy. He might just be one of those like um, item merchants in like an RPG. <laughs> He's like a Khajiit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It makes sense why he had skooma in his back pocket. <laughs> That's what was in the backpack. Just loads of it. Yeah, uncut, pure skooma. <laughs> Moon sugar. Uh, I'm playing too much Skyrim, clearly. Yeah, you are. Next up, I also was at the bar last week. My mom's friend's birthday. Stopped by the bar real quick, grabbing a drink. And this guy there clearly had a bit too much to drink. And... I saw him starting to fall over. You know, you see those drunk guys start to lose balance. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, trying to catch themselves. But they just pick up more momentum for their fall. Mm -hmm. He did that, but he fell into me, who was sitting at the bar. He, like, bounced off of me like a pinball. And then he just sort of rolled and hit his head off of the, uh, like, where where your feet go. There's, like, a little, like, step underneath the bar. Mm-hmm. next to the bar stools he hit his head off of that pretty good like looked pretty concussed on top of being really fucking shit-faced sat at the bar for a couple minutes got up walked out and i never saw him again i was like that guy just cracked his head at the bar from being too drunk and got in his car and drove off 100 percent, not a doubt in my mind oh my god what the fuck i, <laughs> I was sneeze. like I told my mom and Selena because it was at the bar with me, and I was like, we should wait a bit before we go. Yeah. Let that guy clear out. <laughs> Make sure That's he's not exactly on the road when we go. Oh. oh, it was bad. And he hit me hard, and I was like, oh, he's fall- like he fell hard. I know how hard he bumped into me, and he he smashed his head. Yeah, a similar situation happened. I was actually at a bar... Uh two nights ago um went to see one of my favorite punk bands in town lj and the sleaze check them out and uh they our singer was like they had like propane heaters outside and shit you know because it's like cold as fuck you know i'm talking about like like heater tower things Yeah, yeah yeah and our singer was drunk as fuck and he just leaned up against it and knocked it i mean it fucking broke like everything and their drunk ass just looked at me and goes oh shit that is not a thing to lean on. <laughs> just walked away. <laughs> I was like, bro, you think destroyed this entire area? I'm just not giving a fuck. It was amazing. It was a really good time. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, but LJ and the Sleaze, great band. Have uh, that, All their songs like, are called like Small Dick and No Brains. You know, shit like small that. Small Dick and No Brains. <laughs> yeah, it's really, they're fucking amazing, dude. They're such a good band my self-titled album small dick and no brains and then like <laughs> songs like two stone to bone 
and shit like that. <laughs> like, it's fucking fantastic. Oh, that is pretty. I, with names like that, who's not sold? Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. We've played with them. A you gotta times. be all They're in great. With that shit. They're great. Big shout out to Mr. LJ. Yeah, LJ and the Sleaze. Check it out. Anyway. Um, you want to get to an oof? Yeah, let's do it, baby. All right. A 29-year-old Monticello man is a suspect of eight recent armed robberies in Tallahassee. You might think, you know, eight robberies. Shit happens. They finally caught him. Uh, the catch here, eight robberies in seven days. A couple oh, weeks God. ago, we had our... He had our friend that crashed his plane seven times in seven days. Right. Uh, which is more impressive? I would say the bank robberies. You think so? Yeah, because, like, to crash a plane, like, don't get me wrong, like, you got to be kind of stupid. But it's also a really complicated machine. You got to be monumentally fucking dumb to think you can get away with robbing a bank nowadays. <laughs> And we've talked about that on the show before. There's a million different ways that are now, more efficient to get money. Right. Now, granted, he did apparently get away with it, what, six times before he got caught? <laughs> Seven. Seven times before he got caught. So, you know, maybe I'm wrong here, but maybe I'm the asshole. But <laughs> The affidavit gives a similar description for all of the robberies. Deontay Jefferson is suspected in since December 3rd. A dark, older model four-door sedan with a driver inside waits for the suspects to finish the robberies and get in the car before leaving the scene. Uh, Tallahassee Police Department, Florida, of course, described the suspects as two black men in their 20s, one around five feet, nine inches tall with a thin build, and another with a heavier build who's around five foot, six inches tall. Investigators say the suspects wore COVID-19 type face masks and the hoods of their sweatshirts while using black semi-automatic handguns to stick out the stores, according to the affidavit. The robberies happened at the following times and places. December 3rd, 2021, 8.56 p.m., Sitco Gas Station. December 5th, 2021, 10.52 p.m., Seminole Discount Liquor, West Pensacola Street. December 5th, 2021, 11.15 p.m., Marathon Gas Station. Just decimating these gas stations in Florida. Uh, December 5th, just 13 minutes later, an IGA Express. December 9th, four days later, 2021, 9.51 p.m., A to Z Liquor, West Tennessee Street. December 9th, 2021, 10.06 p.m., 17 minutes later, Exxon Express. That fuck your Exxon. Uh, December 9th, 2021, 11.41 p.m., Campus Edge. And December 10th, the final one, 12.04 a.m., a Gulf gas station. I figured it would be BP that held them up. <laughs> <coughs> Stop making me laugh, they, I'm sick. They tend to fuck things up in that area of the country. Yeah, we're sorry. Um, when reviewing surveillance video from the A to Z liquor robbery TPD, detective determined the suspect vehicle was a 2000 to 2005 black Honda Civic with severe paint fading around the vehicle. Uh, license plate recognition camera at 1100 south magnolia drive was triggered when the same car arrived back in tallahassee the affidavit says officers stopped the car at west tennessee street and high road and arrested jefferson who was driving at the time uh so basically he was the one that ended up driving the car out of the group that was doing these robberies so he's the one that got arrested but willing to bet the rest will probably go to yeah me it's too. usually how those things go yes it is 
Don't commit crimes with friends. Do it by yourself. Well, just don't rob a bank. Yeah, that too. And you if you know? do, wear a mask. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've discussed it before. You could sell Lots drugs and make just as much money for half as much work. <laughs> Be like Meech. Sell drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, Meech does not sell drugs, nor has he ever <laughs> sold drugs. Bullshit. Bullshit. That motherfucker is in the game hard. He's slanging. Yeah, bro. He's Fuck slanging that. hard. He's hard putting pot and trains for Sebastian Buck. <laughs> I love the way Bubbles says it. Sebastian Buck. Sebastian Buck. It's pretty amazing. So good. So good. Yeah, it is. All right, bro. You want to hit a little football? Yeah, let's do the thing. A little ball of feet. Sure. Keep it on a necklace. (laughs) (laughs) All right, first on the docket this week, Steelers, Vikings. Uh, Vikings were up fucking huge at halftime. This was the battle of teams that can't beat the Lions. You remember the Steelers tied with them, and the Vikings, of course, gave them their first win of the season. Uh, Dalvin Cook dislocated his shoulder like 10 days ago and decided to play football again. Monster first half, had almost 200 yards. Um, I sent you a video of Chase Claypool doing the thing. He cost them the fucking game with that shit. Caught a first down late in the game. They had about time for two plays left. He decides to celebrate on first down, uh, after the first down catch, costing the Steelers precious time off the clock. Uh, they have to come down, and I think they either spiked it or called their final timeout off of it. But they only got one more play at the end zone, and it did not go well, obviously, with an eight-point defeat. Uh, Best-case scenario, they tie the game and send it to overtime, but hey, you never know, and that's not the time to be fucking around and doing shit like that also chase claypool had an eventful day to begin with he was briefly benched after a personal foul penalty which he's had a bunch of this season he fumbled while reaching for yards on second down call was overturned so the fumble didn't actually count but still a bad look he made a great catch and then he did what we just talked about and that kind of seems like the chase claypool mantra here you do a bunch of dumb shit and then you make up for it with like one or two great catches, great plays, and then you do some more dumb shit. Yeah, and then, same, like, then oh, you just right, continue to do the Claypool. dumb shit so it doesn't matter. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just what the Steelers like at wide receiver. They had Antonio Brown, now they got Chase Claypool, and that's just what they do. Right. We miss you, Heinz Ward. <laughs> uh, next up, Saints Jets. I don't have a whole lot on this one. It was a blowout, 30-9. to Nobody really wants to talk about the Saints and the Jets. Taysom Hill was uh, good, if you want to call it that. He didn't really do much through the air, but he ran the ball pretty well. He had two rushing touchdowns. Uh, Kamara, second game back, proving he's still the best player on that team. He had 94 of their first 129 yards of the game. Saints broke their five-game losing streak, as you should against the Jets. Good for the Saints. Hello? Uh, Hello? Oh, there Did you, you are. Hear any of that? I lost you. It's okay. Move right. on. Move on. I don't <laughs> want to interrupt your flow. 
Okay. Falcons, Panthers. Like I said, it was just the Jets Saints anyway. Falcons, right. Panthers. Uh Falcons six and seven this season. Panthers five and eight after a twenty-nine to twenty-one win for the Falcons. Fucked my under. Uh these teams both had four straight unders going into this game, and I was like, fucking easy. Stats telling me under, and of course it was an over. So right. fuck me. Um Cam <laughs> Newton. His stats since he said he was back. Remember, we he said he was back, and we said you weren't. Thirty-two for sixty, one touchdown, three interceptions. Mm. He's back to sucking. Mm. Back to being less than mediocre. Yikes! <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's tough. That's like Sam Darnold territory, right? <laughs> I was trying to think of the name. Imagine uh, having, imagine if you had both of those guys on the same. Oh no, oh, Carolina, no. Carolina, what are you doing? What's that quarterback room look like? You got two fucking bums and a guy from the XFL. Figure it out. You passed on Mac Jones. Where's Mac Jones? Killing it. Number one in the AFC East. Sucks yeah, to suck. That's. I mean, that's just like, how are you? How can you still be a fan? Yeah. Yeah. You passed on Mac Jones and said the guy we cut so Mac Jones could start. You looked at that guy and said, "Hey, you're, you'll work out. You'll save this season." Yeah, no. fuck out of here. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's gonna be one of those things that's like gonna go down in like you know sports conversation history. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like in trade sure tree, like kind of shit. Yeah. What if, what if this happened instead of this? What if? The mental gymnastics, Uh, I guess. Mental gymnastics are always fun and sports are like the best place to see it happen. Other than politics, of course, but yeah. Well, politics, sports is better than politics because in politics, it could just depress you. Sports is miles better, yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you watch people do the mental gymnastics. Sports only depresses you when you're a Mets fan. Right. It's like. With with politics, it's like when you watch someone doing mental gymnastics, like you can't help but think like, oh, we're so fucked. But, you know, with sports, it's like, oh, we're fucked, but whatever. We're fucked, but we might figure it out in like five years. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, briefly, Seahawks, Texans, 33-13. Uh, only thing I had from this, Davis Mills broke the Houston Texans record for most consecutive completions, 14 did that to open the game. Texans score first on efficient drive, and then they never looked good again. Uh, Fairbairn, he kicked a 61-yard field goal, another Texans franchise record. So they're breaking some records, but they still lost by 20 points to a shitty Seahawks team. Uh, my only question here, Birdie, do you think Russell Wilson would be a Seahawk next year? I remember there were rumblings that he requested a trade, and then that kind of right. went away. I mean... And they suck right now. They also don't have a first-round pick next this year or next year i believe they gave both away to the jets yeah i guess it depends on the offers that come through right but it's, i doubt there won't be any like offers worth taking so yeah i kind of expect him to be gone i think everyone too. talks about aaron Rodgers being the qb that's like is gone in the offseason and i right. think more likely that Russell Wilson is going to be the superstar QB that's on the move. This I mean, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if both of them were, though. Yeah, I can see that happening, too. I think if 
Rodgers wins with the Packers, I think he might stay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with but you. That's a big if. Yep. And, I mean, it also depends on just like I'm sure the Russell Wilson situation, it depends on the relationship between, you know, the office and, and him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And it's I like know, you can still much... you can still have like a decent winning record, but like if you're not happy, if the quarterback's not happy with the way the team is being run, they're gonna dip. Yeah, and from what it seems like everyone, like it, there weren't any issues, and then Russell Wilson out of the blue last year was like, oh hey, by the way, I'm not happy here, and it's like, oh wait, what? What's going on? Yeah, I, I don't know what's like up with that. There. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what's up with that situation. It's weird as fuck to me. It's bizarre, and I think people just kind of like let the Seahawks sweep it back under the rug before the season started. Right. But that's probably going to rear its head again here soon. Yep, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, next up, another slaughter: Chiefs forty-eight, Raiders nine. Uh, the Raiders danced on the Chiefs logo pregame. That worked out well, huh? Yeah, nice job. Yeah, nice fucking job. Way to put Rich. Way to put the nail in Richie Sax's coffin. Poor interim coach comes in after John Gruden's mess. Looks good for a week or two, and then Raiders fall apart. They do some dumb shit like this. Yeah, tough stuff for Richie Sax. Um, Chiefs strip sack right out of the gate. The game was never close. Chiefs look all the way back. They are my number one in the AFC power rankings right now. You might think it's the New England Patriots. <laughs> it's not. I am putting us at number two because the Chiefs defense is, dare I say, just as good as ours right now. Their last five games, they've given up 17 points, 14 points, 9 points, 9 points, 9 points. Yes. And then you all, everybody knows what their offense looks like. Their right. offense is better than the Patriots' offense. So, by that math, I have to give them the number one spot in the power yeah, rankings. That's currently, yeah, but that's fair. other than that, there's no team I don't think the Patriots lose to in the playoffs. That's the only team I'm a little nervous about right now. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs play the Chargers on Thursday. That will essentially decide the AFC West. This episode will probably be up after that, but. That's a uh, massive game. If the Chargers win, they'll have two wins over the Chiefs, so they'll hold the tiebreaker. Big game on Thursday night. Uh, Ravens-Browns, big story here. Lamar Jackson carted off the field with an ankle injury, being classified as a sprained ankle, and there's a chance he plays this week. Uh, Ravens probably would have won if Lamar didn't get hurt. Uh, Two-point game. Marquise Brown was open once or twice. Would have been a touchdown, but uh, Tyler Huntley just missed him. Lamar Jackson's in there. That's probably a win. Yeah. Browns hold on 24-22. They're 7-6. and six. Ravens 8-5. and five. The AFC North is like, they're so hard to figure out. I say the Bengals are the hardest team to figure out in the NFL right now. But the division in general, they all just lose to each other. <laughs> and they beat the shit out of each other most of the time. Like, you think of the Browns-Bengals blowout. Right. And then the Steelers beat the like it's 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 a mess, dude. Everyone just takes each other out, and they're like all still playoff relevant. You still don't know which team is the best team out of that division. It's fucking week fourteen. Yeah, that's and it's crazy. not like it's not like you can't decide between two teams. It's all four. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, that's that's bizarre. Yeah. Weird, weird, weird. Really fucking weird. Next up, Cowboys, Washington. Nine and four for Dallas. They pick up the win 27 to 20. Taylor Heineke got put in a box by Micah Parsons. He put that box right in the shelf. Cute little Taylor Heineke on a, in a box on your shelf. <laughs> nice to look at, especially around the holiday season. Um, he sacked him. He strip sacked him. Made him look like a bitch. Randy Gregory made him look like a bitch. Cowboys defense made the Washington offense look like a bitch. Halftime Heineken was two for 11, 19 yards. Cowboys, uh, just eight their d-line just tore apart the offensive line they were in the backfield all day taylor honeke had no time to throw even when he did have time to throw it didn't look good cowboys heard from the seahawks that the heated benches in washington were not working properly and they brought their own <laughs> jerry johnson put those benches on their own plane flying first class down to walk or up to washington we're fucking good to go fella the evil easy Emperor. done yep he said we need the benches. Uh, the game wasn't as close as the score says. It seems like we have a game like that every single week. This one was that. Uh, there's a pick six at the end. Made it look better. Uh, no Tony Pollard is the worst. The Dallas run game has looked all season. Coincidence? I think not. Best back in Dallas. <laughs> fuck, fuck Ezekiel Elliott. Strong opinions today, bro. Hot takes, Birdie. Flying. Let him know, son. Let him know, son. Let him know. Let's get to some more hot takes, Birdie. Okay. Urban Meyer let his team know. He let his coaches know. You want to hear the latest Urban Meyer drama? Seems like we got more yeah. and more every single yeah, week. It seems like a weekly thing at this point. It is. During a staff meeting, Meyer delivered a biting message that he's a winner and his assistant coaches are losers, according to several people informed of the contents of the meeting challenging each coach individually to explain when they've ever won and forcing them to defend their resumes. What the fuck? What have you won, huh? I've got three national championships. What the fuck have you won? Well, Urban, you've won two games in the NFL. Your team hates you. You're falling apart. You're questioning the coaches that you hired. Looks like you're going to be back in college sooner than you think, buddy. Yeah, what the fuck is going on, dude? He apparently got into a fight with Marvin Jones, who many look to as like the veteran leader in the locker room. It's like imploding. Not, uh, it's imploding and it's imploding fast. The owner said that Urban Meyer is still in their future plans today, but I <laughs> could have fucking fooled me. Yeah, that's what the fuck. Uh, Titans beat the shit out of them 20 to nothing. Only. The only story there is the behind-the-scenes drama. Broncos 38, Lions 10. Uh, Broncos came out with 10 people on the field instead of 11. They had nobody in the X receiver spot because that was the position of former All-Star Demarius Thomas, who was found deceased in his house last Thursday. He was only 33 years old. Rest in peace to former legend or current legend, still a legend, Demarius Thomas. Tough stuff. T's and P's. T's and P's. Uh, Lions had nobody out there on offense. No Hawkinson, no DeAndre Swift, and it showed. They got the shit beat out of them. But, hey, they got to win. Their season's not in vain. Hey, snaps. Snaps for the Lions. 
Uh, next up, Chargers. They got a fucking easy get right game. 37-21. They beat the Giants. Chargers advance to eight and five. Like I said, they're going to face off against the Chiefs on Thursday. Uh, Chargers, I don't think they're going to get the job done. Like I've said a few times this season, they're on the right path. They'll be competitive with the Chiefs, but they're not ready to win the division yet. Their offensive line, their defense just need a couple more pieces and they're they'll be right there justin herbert's obviously the guy your offense is great staley's been great you're good you're good you're on the right track keep it going no no shame if you lose to the chiefs in this game right uh giants though all shame uh they're a top five dead franchise in the nfl right now they join the other top five dead franchises in no specific order the texans the jets the falcons and the Lions, of course, as I said, the Giants are the fifth team. Dead. Yeah. Dead. Bad place. Gonna be in a bad place. Have no future right now. You're fucked. Yep. Yep. Niners, Bengals, the last four games here from our week were the four best games of the week. Niners, Bengals, 26-23 in overtime. Niners were up huge. They were gonna win this game outright fucking no problem Bengals start crawling back joe burrow's down 14 points with 10 minutes to go and he ends up sending it to overtime they score first with a field goal and then their defense lifts up a big touchdown nothing he can do there joe burrow tried joe burrow tried his best bills bucks this one is our other ot thriller bucks win 33 27 they were up they're on cruise control all game easy stuff they were up big and then same shit with the Bengals Niners. All of a sudden, Josh Allen just starts coming back, starts creeping back in, throwing <laughs> some touchdowns. Dawson Knox gets in the end zone. All of a sudden, it's a fucking one possession game. And they come down again with like two minutes to go and score another touchdown. Oh, fuck. Send it to overtime. Bucks get the ball. Josh Allen never sees the field because mm. that's what Tom Brady does. No one circles the wagons like Tom Brady. <laughs> No one owns the Buffalo Bills like Tom Brady owns the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> somebody uh, but, said that today. I just can't remember who it was. Somebody, I heard somebody say no one circles the wagon like Tom Brady. That's so good. It is real good. I bet Ed liked that one. Yeah. Um, Next up here, which is a perfect transition. Nobody owns the Bills like Tom Brady. Nobody owns the Bears or the city of Chicago like Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Said it himself, comes out with a 45 to 30 win. The Bears are blaming everything, but Nagy decided to blame it on Soldier Field this week. I saw one of their, I think it was their kicker saying that Soldier Field is their biggest opponent. (laughs) It's like your home stadium. That's your biggest challenge. Uh, Tough stuff. But the Mm. Bears started out great in this game. Then Fields got strip sacked to start the second half. Uh, Packers come down and score. Bears go three and out. Packers come down and score. That's a 14 and nothing swing right there. And it was nothing. Game over from there. Yeah. Uh, Hakeem, uh, Hakeem, Jakeem Grant had a 97 yard return. Takes that shit to the house. That was a nice Bears highlight. Um, Justin Fields jump, jump passes. They are going to be a thing for a while, I think. He does it every single throw. Every time he's under pressure, he jump passes. He just jump put both feet in the air. He looks like Derek Jeter throwing the football. It's just <laughs> he looks like Derek Jeter throwing the football. 
He does, bro. Yeah, Jeets. Yeah, Jeets. Oh, that's so that's funny. That's so funny. <laughs> Fucking Jeets, bro. But yeah, he uh, he was just getting murdered. They have no offensive line. Aaron Rodgers, like I said, owning the Bears. He has our ESPN 50% shooting on a full moon when the gym is under 70 degrees stat of the week this week. Aaron Rodgers, seven games with four touchdowns against the Bears, which is the most by any QB against one franchise. Ooh. I like this stat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the E5 of the week, Birdie. Um Devontae Adams had a massive game. Like I said, Aaron Rodgers' massive game. This was vintage Packers over Bears. Last game of the week, Rams-Cardinals. Rams plus two and a half. Rams outright. And the over. It all hit. Little fucking tripling down here, Birdie. Took all of them. Nine and four, the Rams this season. Ten and three are the Cardinals. Cardinals had three turnovers. Two of them were on downs, however. Inside the Rams, 40. Can't do that mm. and expect to win a game. If yeah. even one of those goes in, that's a different story. Right. Um, Rams offense did just enough. Defense did just enough. Odell, four straight games with a touchdown, but then he tested positive for COVID. So get healthy soon. Hope maybe we have a... Little little bit of an emergence from Odell. Cute. Yeah. Cute. Nice to see it. But I think that will wrap up for the NFL this week. Oh, although we did have three onside kicks recovered this weekend. Oh, which is really a nice little nugget. Doesn't happen often. Uh yeah, the Ravens, the Bears, and the Cardinals all had onside kicks that resulted in nothing. Wow. Yep. 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 Wow. Wow. That's a that's a nice cast. Hey, I'll give you a preview. A little preview. Give you a preview, Birdie. Okay. Uh Patriots win big this week. Smack the shit out of the Colts, and we're coming for the Buffalo Bills ass two weeks from now. We're gonna win the AFC East. Gonna be the first seed in the AFC. See, gonna have home field advantage throughout, and we'll see the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. <laughs> That's my preview. Hot takes and bold predictions. Yes, sir. Let's get to a little basketball. Okay. All I'm right. In. All I'm right. In. All right. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, first up on the docket, like to do a little five things for the NBA this week. Our first thing is Kyle Kuzma getting fined $15,000 for flipping a middle finger at a fan versus the Detroit Pistons. Ooh. Fine 15 K for directing an obscene gesture toward the fan at little Caesars arena on Wednesday. The league announced uh, Kuzma early in the fourth quarter, hit a corner three pointer to put the wizards up nine after drilling the bucket. Kuzma turned and subtly flipped the gesture at a courtside fan unclear if anything was said between the two ahead of time but 15k out of the pocket of mr kuzma (laughs) i know he's got at least two to spare next up on the docket team usa coaching candidate ended up being steve kerr he's being uh, finalized to be the next coach of the men's basketball team 
Uh, he, of course, was an assistant for the 2021 Tokyo Olympic team that won gold. He plans to have the Phoenix Suns head coach, Monty Williams, Miami Heat head coach, Eric Spolstra, and the Gonzaga men's head coach, Mark Few, uh, to be part of his staff. There's going to be a few others, too, but those are the names that have been announced so far. So a little bit of change. He's relieving Mr. Popovich, which makes me think Pop is on his way out in general. Popovich? Yeah, Pop, 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 Popovich. Pop, 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 pop. I can't remember if that was, was that me or Meech? That, that was Meech. I thought so. Yeah, it was Meech. Pop, 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 I was listening to an older episode the other day and I heard, I gave some ridiculous take about the Celtics and, uh Meech was like, okay, okay, okay. And it's like I, I don't have that person to reel me in on my hot takes anymore. No, absolutely not. I'm here for it. I want yeah, you to Bernie, wildly you just speculate. put another log on the fire. Yeah, that's the fucking point of all this. <laughs> <laughs> it's clickbait, baby. Clickbait. Next up, trade rumors. More clickbait. Speaking of clickbait, no better transition than trade rumors. Am I right, Birdie? Uh, Ben Simmons back in the news again. There's about eight teams that are apparently still interested in him, uh, some of which include the Cavaliers, Timberwolves, Trailblazers, Pacers, uh, four of the eight there. Uh, Some more trade rumors. Kings, uh, Darren Fox and Tyrese Halliburton, of course, have been rumored for a while because the Kings don't have much going on, but those two are obviously studs still aren't ready to trade them. There's like the second time they reiterated the season that they don't want to get rid of those two. So teams are clearly still knocking <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, change your mind yet. Hey, change your mind yet. Hey, can we have the Aaron Fox yet? I hope one of them is the Celtics. I would love to Aaron Fox on the Celtics next Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, also one of the trade rumor guys. He's been in the mix for Ben Simmons. Apparently the Pistons and the Sixers have had talks between Grant and Simmons. I don't hate that, but I I don't know how Simmons and Cade Cunningham would gel together, but I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. The Pistons are kind of a mess to begin with. Right. Get it. Putting Simmons there just seems kind of fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Although nothing would be better than the Kings is if they somehow swindled like either Fox or Halliburton from the Kings and they just sent them to Sacramento. That'd be like the ultimate fuck you. Like you want to go to cat? <laughs> you want to go to Cali, bitch? All right. You can go oh, to Cali. man. You're not going to L.A. Yeah. It's like if somebody said they wanted to go to New York and they sent them to like the Met or like the Jets or the Mets or like, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. Like it's just like, oh, God. You want to be in a big market? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I love that. And then last but not least here on our trade rumor segment, Russell Westbrook, the latest name added. Ooh. Only took a couple months for LeBron to get sick of his new shiny toy, huh? <laughs> Reports came out today that the Lakers are interested in shopping around Russell Westbrook. Not that they're ready to trade him, but they're interested in shopping. So, like so that's I, I mean that's ready to trade. Yeah, that's code like what kind of LeBron's... what kind of bullshit media negotiations that? Oh, we're not looking to trade him, 
but we will. But we will if like an offer. So you're looking to trade him. Yeah, like uh, Jesus Christ. That's code for LeBron is done with you and we want another player. Yeah. I love how too, like that's another thing about Meech not being on the show. Meech used to like check the LeBron hate and like I'm just oh, like no. I'm just like do what you're gonna do, bro. Yeah, go yeah, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> I wear my LeBron as a communist sweatshirt all yeah, the time. Exactly. Yeah, LeBron is a communist, so whatever. What well. Whatever. 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 I don't know why I just thought of this now, but we were talking about the uh, Trevor Lawrence, not Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer thing earlier. Mm-hmm. How he was calling out his coaches. There's at least one Super Bowl champion off the top of my head on their coaching staff. Mm-hmm. So what, what are you fucking talking about, Urban? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, like, it one is... of them was the. Bevel was the offensive coordinator. I couldn't think of his name. Bevel was the offensive coordinator for the Seahawks when they won their championship. Yeah, dude. It's it's literally like it's just an unraveling mind. <laughs> like that's all it is. It's it, mind blowing how fucking ridiculous he's being. What it you know what it honestly reminds me of? Like when you watch those movies about you know, musicians or whatever, you know, actors, whatever, they get too popular and they start doing drugs and they just lose their shit. Yeah. And they're like calling everybody out, you know, like, but that's the thing though, birdie is that that was urban Meyer like 10 years ago. And now like you have known that that's what he does. Right. For like 10 years. That's now, true. And they, they still gave him all that money. No, that's true. That that's you're absolutely right about that. Because that's but. what I was gonna say before you just made that point. The like every bad thing that every Urban Meyer hater said was gonna happen, right, is happening. Right. Yeah. Like everyone that said this was a bad idea is getting proven right. They're like the whole like his ego not gonna work with the players. It's not even working with the coaches that he hired. Like what? what can you fucking do at that point man is you just got to cut ties you fucked up you're gonna have to pay this dude his money and you're gonna have to get rid of him yeah, yeah. was it, it wasn't 10 years it wasn't the gruden treatment but what was a six i don't I know remember. We've, we've talked about remember. it a few times and i can never remember the year like how um, long the clown dude i'm always before. bad with term I can remember the like value, the money, but yeah. I can never remember the fucking term like in any contract. I know they gave him ten million a year. I just don't right know exactly how long, but I can't remember the term like ever. Yeah. I don't fucking ever. know why. I don't either. I uh, I'm the same way. Um. Anyway, though, back to basketball. Yeah. <laughs> the we're done with trade rumors. Next up, the Nets. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna get to a good bit of this during the hockey segment but the nets placed james harden and six others in covid protocol the lakers canceled practice a whole bu- whole bunch of shit going on covid wise um seven nets players currently in covid protocol uh james harden lamarcus aldridge deandre bembry james johnson javon carter and paul Millsap. they also had bruce brown land on the list as well yeah kevin durant's still playing he's still healthy right but- Nets don't really have enough players to play a game. <laughs> They're smelling a lot like the Islanders. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know? uh, but the last bit here, and then we can get into basically the same sort of talk with hockey. Uh, 
I sent you the video of LeBron picking up Wendell Carter's goggles. Yeah, I kind of loved it. I did too. <laughs> I hate LeBron so much. And it was so like goofy and weird, you know? It, just the face he gave after he picked the goggles up, <laughs> I chuckled. And I literally I had to watch it like three times, and I was you know like, what it, it I'm looks laughing like? three on the third time in a LeBron video. All right, it looks like, like I, I like this video. It's almost like he's on acid or something. But he just picked one. Was like, Whoa. yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was so like fucking was funny. Wicked high or drunk or something. He just picked up the goggles and looked at him like all seductive, like. Yeah, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. It was, it was pretty good. Did I already also, tell you the acid story about when I was on acid and I thought I was being chased by a giant horse? Uh, I've told me a few acid stories, but I don't think I've heard one of a giant horse. No. Yeah, I took acid one time. I accidentally took four tabs instead of two. Oh no! Um, yeah, it was an accident. They were like double st- dose. They were like stuck together, like front back to front, you know. And back I did. I didn't know. So I I put four in my mouth, and um, <laughs> yeah, and I was like walking around listening to this one record. And there's this song with like horse sounds in it. And I was and like I heard him and I, and I was in like a parking lot and I turned around and like out of the darkness, there was like this massive horse, but it wasn't it didn't look like a normal horse. It was like made of like stone, like black stone. And it was just like running me down. And I panicked and ran into the house and like started crying to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "What in the fuck is happening with this yeah, kid right yeah. now?" Uh, well, they were on acid too, so they were like, "What?" But did they take? Did they take four tabs of it? Yeah, we all did. Were they get? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so it was sticky, like huh? it was two sheets that some asshole had like stuck back to back. Oh, so you yeah. bought a shitload of them that were all like, okay. Yeah, so we saying. just like all cut off, you know, two strips yes. that turned out to be four strips. And, um, yeah, the funniest part, there's so much more to that story that I could tell you, you know, as the show continues, but the funniest part is like a couple weeks later, you know, it was simultaneously a miserable experience and also like an incredible experience. I can't explain it. It's very difficult. But a couple weeks later, we saw the guy we bought it from at a Wawa and, my friend was like, yeah, this is a guy that sold us out of acid. And of I was, was, I was like, oh, my God, thank you, dude. That was such a wild experience, you know, like, and I was, we were telling him about our experience. And he goes, wait, how many did you take? And we were like, oh, we took two. And he goes, oh, no, don't, don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> and we're like, what do you mean? He's like, you took four. And we were like, oh, it makes so much sense. Like. It was amazing. It was such a good trip. I'll I'll tell you more of it as the episodes go on, but I, um, you, yeah, the Wawa made me think of I went to like an arcade with Selena. I don't know, like probably six months ago now at this point. And we were on our way back, and I had like a Seven Eleven, and I was grabbing a slushy because slushies slap. Yeah, they do. At Seven Eleven, though, it's a Slurpee. Please. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I think it technically said chill zone. Oh, it was one of the chill zones. Yeah, that's a slushy. Yeah. That's not a slurpee. Yeah, yeah. So man, but anyway, I fucking go in there to buy my 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 slushy, Birdie, and <laughs> I'm standing in line, and I just the dude at the that's running the counter just can't stop talking about 
what he had to clean up. He like won't say what it is, like trying to get the customers to ask him. Right. You know what I mean? And the girl in front of me finally asked and he was like, No, this lady came in here. It's buying a Slurpee like that kid pointed at me. Or slushy. I said Slurpee too. My motherfucker birdie. And he and she just dropped her pants, started pissing right here on the floor. <laughs> I was like, wait, what the fuck happened? Am I sloshing around in urine? Yeah, bro, for real. The lady just fucking apparently went in, grabbed a slushie, was standing in line, said, can I use the bathroom? And the guy was like, oh, we don't have a bathroom. And she went, all right, and pulled her pants down and just pissed on the fucking floor of the 7-Eleven. You know what? I respect that. I respect that. Because you know that 7-Eleven has a bathroom and that guy just didn't want to let her use it. Because there ain't no way they're expecting 7-Eleven workers to work fucking eight-hour shifts and not take a piss in a shit. Yeah, they got to take a pee and a poo. There's a fucking bathroom in that goddamn place. He didn't want to let her use her. Wherever you you go get food on your lunch break, that's where you're going to piss and shit. Right? Yeah, no, there's definitely a bathroom in there. That's a good point. Yeah, I respect respect the move. I respect the move. She's like, all right, cool. You're not going to let me use the bathroom. Not so sure I'd go out with her because she'd be peeing in public places on the floor and shit. Yeah, imagine her drunk. Right? Oh, my God. That woman's a handful. Yeah. It's like 3 p.m. She's buying a slushie. She's not fucking drunk. She's so stone cold sober. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, man. <sighs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. All hilarious. right. You want to talk about hilarious. some hockey? Yeah, let's, it's a little bit of hockey. All Hockey's right. hilarious. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nick, you know, like... <laughs> I know it's like Chappelle's canceled and shit, and like uh, you know I'm with that, but like that one line in that episode when when his son is like, "Dad, Nick Cannon's hilarious," and he goes, Dave Chappelle goes, "You acting like a little bitch, all right?" Like that shit is so <laughs> goddamn funny every time. But um, all right. So the NHL, we we're talking about COVID with the NBA. It's getting real bad in the NHL. And it's getting. I'm a little. Out I'm a little nervous uh, because. Some people on Rangers Twitter today brought up the point that last time the league was shut down, the Rangers were playing the Avalanche when it happened. Like, literally, that was the game that was interrupted in Colorado, which is happening tonight. And there were a bunch of COVID cases right before it happened, like the same day. So if it gets canceled tonight, you know. But... um, I saw a lot of people saying the NBA should be shut down until, like, Christmas. Yeah, man. So, like, look, what I'm about to say is going to sound one way, but just stick with me here. The logical part of my brain says we should shut this shit down. It's the responsible thing to do. But there's another part of my brain that's like, I don't want that. Like, are we ever going to get back to normal sports? You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. it's really, it's a horrible position to be in because it's like, I know, and I'm with it. Like, I'm here for it. Shut the league down if you have to. Like, I'm here for it. Like, 100%. I don't want anyone getting hurt. I don't want anyone getting sick. You know, I don't want this to keep going on. You know? But then there's, like, the part of my brain that just wants, like, some normalcy. You know? Like, yeah, back in sports yeah. is a big part of that. It's just, it sucks, dude. Like, that's what I'm really getting at. It fucking that's a good sucks. Point. You know? My- so when I hear like people saying the NBA should shut down for like two weeks or whatever till Christmas or a little bit after, right? My brain immediately is like, oh, that makes sense. Like let everyone 
get healthy for a couple weeks, you know, do their family shit. And then, right. you know, we'll get back to work after the fucking new year. But then the other part of my brain thinks back to last year. And it's like, what if two weeks becomes a month and then a month becomes two months and then right. the season gets fucking cut short again. And then they have another whole fucking year of this goddamn, you know, yeah, you get another bubble. Like, right. I, I just don't want to do this again. So I hear what you're saying with the normalcy thing. Yeah. But, and, and I hear what you're saying with the other side, too. Like, it's, yeah, you got to protect people. It's but. just it's just like it just sucks. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. It just sucks Bottom that we're line. in this situation. Like, you know, like there's nothing that Nuts can be done. Bolts, we got screwed. And it's right. And it's like, you could go the other way that some of these fucking, you know, let's just call them what they are. Assholes are going where they're like, like, do you remember, uh, uh, I don't, you know, I guess it was sometime last year Please when arseholes. Yeah. Arseholes. When uh, these like some a bunch of like women went out to a bar in Florida and like every, Sounds like a good every one Keep of them, every one of them got covid. And one of the women like said in the press, like I was just tired of being at home. I couldn't take it anymore. It's like at a certain point, like what you want to look at those people and say is like, yeah, dude, we're all fucking tired of this. We're all sick and fucking tired of this. But like, this is what has to be done. But people like you are making us right. You know, so it's like that's kind of where I'm at. It's like. This fucking sucks if it happens. Like, I'm going to fucking be so upset, especially considering the Rangers are doing really, really well. But if it's what has to happen, like, it's for, you know, not to quote Hot Fuzz, but it's for the greater good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just is what it is. Also, the bottom line of basically all of, like, politics and all that kind of shit and all the all these things is you're never going to get 350 million people to agree on the same thing right you're not going to get 25 people to agree on the same thing yeah shit it's hard enough to get two yeah so yeah you're just gonna have to keep dealing with this kind of shit yeah no you you we are gonna have to keep (laughs) dealing with it but like at the same time it's like you know, I understand people saying they want to shut the league down from a health perspective. I also think there's another element that some people are talking about. That's a valid point too. All, albeit a little callous, but it is a valid point of like, well, how can you have a legitimate season when this sort of thing happens? Like if the Islanders have all these players out on COVID, like they did, how can it, how is it a fair shake to them to force them to keep playing? You know what I mean? And then even then, whoever wins, is it a legitimate season? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just fucked. It's it's just fucked. That's that's all you can really say, man. Uh, but it, like makes me it gives me a headache thinking about all of the arguments that would be had again, like all over again. Right. Yeah. And I mean, like, let me be crystal clear to the people listening to this. I am in favor of shutting the league down if it's out of control. Like I'm a hundred percent in favor of it. I do you think it's out of control yet? Um, I think it's on its way to it. Yes, but I, don't think I think it's. it's I think it's at the precipice of out of control. It's hard to say because, like, what is out of control? I mean, today let, let me it's definitely out too. of control, but I think it's definitely down to you know certain teams being allowed to play if they have players. You know, I was just gonna COVID. say that. I also think it comes down to how bad, like the Bruins are on the verge of their breakout right now. Right. COVID breakout. They had Brad go into the protocol, a couple other people, how bad theirs end up being. 
And then the teams that they played the last few nights, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, right? they all have people dropping like flies. So, I mean, if you have, yep. and you already have the Islanders, if you have fucking five, five to teams. ten teams that yeah. can't, can't play right now, I mean, that's... That's a division, basically. What can, yeah, what can you really do with that? You're going to have to do something. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's. it's it basically drastic. is out of control. It basically is out of control. But that's what I'm saying. If it's only like one or two players on all those teams, you can manage that. Right. I mean, but I saw it's like team outbreaks like the Islanders have had and what it looks like Calgary is about to go through. Then and what can you really fucking do? Right. And I, I saw, you know, some people saying um, like Shana Goldman on Twitter said, like, you got to at least bring back the taxi squads. You know, fair yeah. play. That's that's what I think is also like from a sports perspective, the kind of real issue here is. Can we like, take one bit of solstice though in this? Is that we might get another emergency goalie game? Yeah, that would be kind of nice. Those are always fun. They were always fun. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. If that's what has to happen, then okay, we'll deal with it, and we'll just start talking a lot more nonsense on the show. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> Let me come the half ounce hour. So what do you want to talk about with the coyotes, man? What's this about, bro? I know you're a huge coyotes guy. So I wanted to get your opinion <laughs> on the coyotes. Uh, the Arizona coyotes paid their taxes. They won't be iced out of their arena. But did you hear about that whole situation? Yeah, of course. They owed like, a fuckload of money. How does that happen? I don't. I mean, you just have to be a scumbag, right? Right. Like, I mean, that's like the only thing I can say. You're an NHL franchise. How do you not pay your rent? I, I don't <laughs> know, man. I just, I just don't. To the know. point that the commissioner was like, "Hey, Quebec, I heard you wanted a franchise, dude." And let me, let me say this: I am strongly in favor of the the Quebec Nordiques over the fucking Coyotes. I loved the Nordiques. Hey, I man, had a Nordiques we all get along? I fucking love the Nordiques. we 33rd NHL team? I fucking love the Nordiques, dude. They were the shit, even though not so much. But whatever, who cares? Um, Yeah, I mean, to me, the Coyotes are just hilarious because they're so bad. Do you know what yeah, their record is right now? I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but I know they're really fucking Take bad a guess at how many games they've won. Six. Ooh, you're one off of five. Uh, I saw them with four wins like a week or two ago, <laughs> and I was like, ah, it must they haven't won much more, I'm sure. Five and 20, bro. But Montreal is six and 20. So, oh, they're just as good. God, that would be. I mean, Let's move the Canadians to Quebec. No, no, no. We can't do that. We can't do that. <laughs> they're, they're, you know, we can't do that. Um, but I would love for the Coyotes to disappear and the Nordiques come back. That would be the awesomest thing that could happen. The Yotes. But I knew the Coyotes were sucking that badly because I saw an article today that was three players from the Coyotes the Bruins could trade for pretty easily. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> there are so many rumors with the Rangers, too. Like, it's ridiculous. Everyone right now is really trying to push Claude Giroux, which absolutely just will not happen. Um, you know, anyone who knows anything about Rangers history knows that 
since the Lindros trade, it's it's never going to happen. Um, which I honestly didn't even think about until um, uh, some Rangers Twitter people that I follow were talking about it. Um, shout out to Greg Kaplan. are not in favor of it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a fucking riot. But um, yeah, who knows, man? The Coyotes, they're they're trash. They're fucking. I mean, what's the old quote we used to use all the time? It's a, uh, a dumpster fire inside a train wreck. Hot garbage and a dumpster, dumpster fire, fire inside, inside a train, train wreck. wreck. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's up with the wild? You got you got questions about the wild? The wild. I just wanted to give them a little bit of props, Birdie. Yeah, they were. They were had a little, little bit of a, you know, a, a long list, I should say. It wasn't a little list. It was a long list of questions about them in the offseason. And they had the, uh, the NHL's second longest win streak this season. It came to an end against the Kings the other night, but the Wild are first in their division, and they are looking pretty fucking solid. Dude, the thing is, the Wild for the last few years have been, like, sneaky good. You know what I mean? Like they, it's not the Avalanche who just always are like scoring remember, eight goals a game, and they just look like fucking disgusting all the time. Right. You know, I like if the Avalanche figure out the goaltending situation. Now that we're like about halfway through the season, if the Avalanche figure out the goaltending situation, they can win the cup very easily. Like very easily, they're just having some goalie troubles, and if they figure that out, oh, it's gonna be tough for anybody else to win. But yeah, the Wild are sneaky good, dude. And I remember going into the playoffs last year, you were talking about how they could be a dark horse to make some right. noise in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. That's just like, that's, that is exactly what they are. They're a dark horse. That's what they, I feel like people look, well, they're, they're the wild. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, people look down on them just because, you know, they are, they have been wishy-washy before they have a, Sort of whiff of um, Edmonton, I think is probably a good comparison. Mediocrity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but like should be excellent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now yeah. I feel like okay. that excellence is kind of, you know, the cream is rising to the top and the white hot cream is getting all over everybody's faces. You know. Um. So yeah, they do I, have cream in their jerseys sometimes. Yeah, I I uh I like the wild, I but. Given history, I don't think they'll go all the way. And Calgary hasn't looked as good the past couple weeks. Now, that could just be a slump. Could just be a slump. You know, Anaheim's kind of looking a little better than them recently. But to me, if Colorado figures out, like I said, if they figure out that goaltending thing, like everyone needs to look out because they're the amount of goals they score a game is absurd. So if they can just stop the bleeding in their own zone. And they've been building up that they've been building up that elite offense for a while now. Yeah, I mean, like last year that, we were talking about how ridiculous the offense was. Like, they just have a slew of like elite goal scorers on their top three lines. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and and not only that, but you have people like Nathan McKinnon who can do both. Like Nathan McKinnon yeah, right. might be one of the most disgusting passers in the they, league. Nasty, and then you also have people on the back end, on the defensive end, that can score goals and pass right. the puck really well, like McCarr. Right? And, uh, is it Barry? Is um, that the one they have? You might be right. 
I can't remember. There's yeah. another guy though too that I'm thinking of, but I can't remember his name right now. I want to say it's like Bowen or something like yeah. that. I can't remember. Yeah, I know who you're talking about too. But yeah, I can't remember yeah. I mean, they're just they're I stacked. They I can just see him. He's like number six or something. Yeah, they just gotta <laughs> like figure out that gold tinning, man, and they're they're on the way. So, all right. Well, you're talking about teams that are on the way. We talked about some bad teams a few minutes ago. Uh, yeah. The last thing I wanted to talk about in hockey today. I wanted to go through the bottom 10 teams in the power rankings. Remember a few weeks ago into the top 10. I want to go through the bottom 10 and you tell me if they are on their way up, not necessarily the season, but as a franchise, do you think they're in an okay place, even though they're sucking right now? Right. Or do you think they're like going? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. And then you will start with number 32, who I know is going to be the opposite end of the spectrum. The Arizona coyotes. Yeah, no, they're, I mean, they should be on the way up. They have pieces to give away, but it uh, they're just not. They're like sitting on their hands almost. It's kind of bizarre. We'll see. I bet closer to the trade deadline, they start making the moves. Hey, man, don't knock sitting on your hands. Stick a thumb up and it's a little, <laughs> a little bit more enjoyable. <laughs> uh, number 31, the Buffalo Sabres. They're obvious. I, I already know your answer to this one too. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're in shambles, dude. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like we talked about dead franchises earlier in the NFL: the Jets, yeah. the Giants, the Lions, the Texans. The Sabers are a dead NHL franchise. A hundred percent. They're you can move those fuckers fuck. to Quebec, please. <laughs> I am in favor of. Birdie is down. Uh, number 30, the Canadians. I I think this year is a fluke. Yeah, you, I kind of am with you. I mean, they were in the fucking cup last year. Right, exactly. I think it's a fluke. I think they've made some damaging They dismantled moves. their front right, office. Right, exactly. Like that. But I think if they just... I think that's the thing that's kind of been the problem for the past few years. It, it's, it's the way that they they just run their team, you know, like they make trades based on a player's personality, which don't get me wrong. If it gets to a certain point, you know, uh, Tony D'Angelo, uh, you have to make the move. Right. But like, I don't, I don't know. I never understood the PK. Yeah. Right. I never understood the PK Subban move. Like it never made sense to me. And I don't like PK Subban, but like you had him and you, Gave him. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't know with them. I can't call it. I think it's a fluke. Can I make the argument on the other side that I'm sure some people are saying that their season last year was a fluke. That, that and that is, is the team totally they are. fucking fair. That could be absolutely 100% true. But you're leaning the other way personally. Yeah, because even... Even if last season was a bit of a fluke, which, yeah, luck played into that for sure. I would argue you could have said the same thing about the Kings when they did what the Canadians did and they won the cup, you know, and then the next year they weren't good again, but they weren't this bad. And like, I don't think the Canadians should be this bad. Like there's no, if you look at them on paper, you know, they shouldn't be this. Yeah, they shouldn't be six (laughs) and 20. They just shouldn't. So with no price. Right. Yeah. I mean, that might have a, a, a lot to do with it, but you know, yeah, I, I think it's a bit of a fluke. I, 
now I don't think, like I said, I don't think they're necessarily champion material, but I I don't think they're six and twenty material either. Yeah, fair play. Uh, next, another Canadian team, the Senators. No, the Senators are always a tire fire. Always a tire fire. Like the, I, what in the <laughs> fuck? How are they? I don't understand how how they're still a team. I I don't understand how there are Senator fans in the world. You know, like how, Birdie, how are they gonna go on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how are they gonna be a team? It, I don't know. Like every year, I'm like, holy shit, the Senators are still a team. Like it's fucking bizarre, man. Oh yeah, the Senators. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not a not a good rebuild. I don't even know if you could call it a rebuild. I feel like it's just like a continual fire. Twenty eight. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. I was just gonna say they're like you know when the Joker sets fire to the pile of money in the Dark Knight. The yeah. pile of money. <laughs> yeah, is the yeah, Iowa yeah. Senators. <laughs> <laughs> and the Joker is the front office of the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> It's also the Joker is Jerry Jones. Yeah. Fire is the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, 28 is the Kraken. The little baby Kraken. Are they going to be a little teeny, teeny tiny little squid? Or are they going to be a nice, nice Kraken soon? No, I, I think you give them a couple years and they're going to be pretty monstrous. They have a good they're roster get already. Right. Nice. They have a good roster already, but. It wasn't as good as the Knights were given. So give them some time to make a couple moves, and I think they're middling Freaking at moves. the very least. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I like it. Um, Philip Grubauer obviously was not the not the move, though. No. no <laughs> I remember no. we saw that deal. You didn't even see that deal at first. I was the one that told you about it. You went, he, he got what? Yeah. <laughs> he got how much money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yikes right now he's seven and ten seven ten and two with an 886 save percentage yeah i mean i haven't Six really years, watched 60 million i haven't really watched many of the games sometimes the defense isn't doing the goalie any favors but still it's grubauer i, I don't know what the plan was there but let's you know was there someone else on the table? I don't even remember. It feels like it was ages ago. Grubauer and Urban Meyer of same uh, same length contract, both six years. God damn! Who wasn't there another goalie available though? That we we're like, why the fuck would you pass on that? Was it Flurry? I don't think it was Flurry because wasn't Flurry traded? I don't remember, man. I don't remember, but I know there was somebody. Yes, to Chicago. You're absolutely right. There was somebody available that we were like, yeah, I would have taken that guy. I just can't remember who yeah. it was. I just can't remember who it was. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that as well. It blends together, bro. Yeah. Um. Next up on this list here, right here, the Vancouver Canucks. Who I think are on the up up and up. Yes, I I agree with you, and I think they're gonna be making moves, uh, at, at the very least at the trade at the you know earliest trade deadline. But they're gonna make a lot of moves in the off season. So he, they they house one of the best names in the NHL, at least one of my favorites. Huh. 
Brock Besser. Yeah. Strong name. It is. I agree with you. It's a hockey name for fucking sure. It is, it's for fucking sure a hockey name. <laughs> uh, Islanders. This is a fluke. This season's a fluke. 100%. Okay. I mean, I am reveling in every second of it because it is hilarious to me that they spend all this money to build this new stadium and they've only won one game in it. They had a, what, like a 12-game road trip or something? Dude, they lost, I want to say it was like 16 games in a row. Like That's brutal. It's fucking brutal, and I'm loving every second of it, but <laughs> it's a fluke. I just hope they blow it up and, like, that would fire be nice. Barry Trotz because I would love to have Barry Trotz as my coach. I think he's the best coach in the NHL. But, yeah. I heard Vigneault's available. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Speaking of the Flyers, um, no, no, just no. I mean, no. it remains to be seen with what they do now that he is gone. Now that Vigneault is gone, whatever they do after that could determine if they're going to move up. But as of right now, they haven't made any moves in the last year that have. Indicated I've been like, that. oh, yeah, that's a good move. Every single one of them have been like. What the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna. That's that's got to be a no for me, dog. You look at your phone and you pinch your arm and you're like, nope, still awake. Yep, not dreaming. <laughs> Didn't take any acid today. Is there a horse behind me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this shit was crazy, dude. <laughs> I mean, it was so far out. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, our second to last team here, the Chicago Blackhawks. I just don't know how to feel about the Blackhawks. I really, really don't. It's like I watch them play in the offensive. Okay, here's what it is. The offensive talent is there. Obviously, it's going to be there when you have Patrick Kane. Yeah, I saw them play the other night. I think it was against Toronto, mm-hmm. and they didn't look horrible. But they, they threw it away in the third period, but I think it was tied going into the third Right, period. like the offense is good. You have Flurry, and he's going to always be at least somewhat dependable in the net even though he's getting older, but the defense doesn't look great. So no, unless they make a move there, I, I, I'm going to say they're going to pretty much stay where they're at. And th- again, this is the one Blackhawk game I watched this season. The, the other night at the bar, it seemed like they were just letting Toronto get right. The fuck in front of flurry. Right. We'll see. When we watched the, when me and my brother watched the Rangers play the Blackhawks like a couple of times, probably three times now, I don't know, somewhere in there, they, the every game they would just be like trying to cherry pick, which like in mm. theory is okay, right? Because you're going to get a jump. Yeah, you're going to get a breakaway. But what you're not thinking about is if that doesn't work out, now you're a man down in your own D zone. You know yeah, what I mean? Somebody can just kind of tuck in in the back. And yeah, so if you've, if you've got defenders like Adam Fox who can pass the puck like a motherfucker, now you're fucked because that puck's going to be right back up in your zone. Before Fox, you, man, you're fucked. You know? Yeah, right? I flipped my trap card and it was Adam Fox. You weren't ready for that, <laughs> were you? Look at you, you nerdy bastard. <laughs> I end my turn. Card face down. <laughs> Baby Dragon. Um, next up, uh, last team on the 
docket here. And I think we can get the fuck out of here after this. Yeah. The San Jose Sharks. The Sharks. I don't. Again, I don't know how to feel. You know? <laughs> God. I mean, we've been talking about. We talked about last season on the show how we thought they needed to just blow it up and rebuild. Yeah, I do remember that. And it doesn't quite feel like they've done that yet. It feels like to they me they're still trying to retool. Anything, right? right. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're trying to like retool or something. And it's like, no, dude, like you're in rebuild mode. I think they need to figure out like a lot of teams that are in the bottom of the league, you gotta figure out your goaltending situation. I heard the Bruins were connected to them for, is it LeBanc? It is. Yeah. Yeah, people are trying to connect the Rangers to, um, is it Hurdle? Yes. Tomas Hurdle. And I it, like Hurdle. Oh, I fucking do too, but he's ancient. He's not ancient. Yeah, he is. Thomas Hurdle? Or am I thinking of someone else? Hold on. Hold on. Thomas Hurdle is 28. Oh, no, sorry. I was thinking of somebody else. But even still, we don't have the cap space for that. Because what is he going to get? Like, fucking, you know, $8 million a year? Like, I'm not doing that. Hurdle's the one that scored, like, four goals in his, like, first game. Yeah, who am I thinking of? Pavelski? Joe Pavelski? It's got to be Joe Pavelski. There's somebody that... They were connected to a couple people on the Sharks, and it was somebody that I was like, no, dude. Like, that dude's ancient. <clears throat> Evander Kane. <laughs> we well, get him for nothing now. <laughs> I'm good though. Fuck that dude. Yeah, I think the Sharks will um Cogliano. See, the Sharks are another one of those teams, man. Like, remember I don't know if you they remember. Still this, have like, like yeah, right? Like five years, six years ago was like their seventh or eighth year in a row in the playoffs, and they'd like not gotten past the second round. Yeah. You That's know, just what they did. Yeah. They had that core of like Thornton, Couture, Pavelski, Burns, Thornton. Like they had like it, they yeah. just never got over the hump. And we I think we've talked about this before. They just never had goaltending. Right. And then they did get to the cup that one year and they had what was the goalie's name? Martin Jones. Yes. Yeah. And he sucked. And he sucked. Like, he was, like, pretty sucked. good during the regular season and then was garbage in the playoffs. I mean, it was, just, like, like, I scored their way to the cup and then lost because they had fucking Martin Jones. I mean, dude, that. it was, like, it was a hard thing to watch. He was so bad. Even now, they're starting goalies fucking Reimer, isn't it? I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think I'm going to say they're going to stay put. Like, they're not going to be moving up or down. I think they're just going to be right where they're at unless they make – Moves in the offseason, which they're another team that's primed to do it. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's just Dick in his throat. Will they do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I hear you. The yeah, there's like you said, there's a ton of teams like that. And I think a lot of the teams we just named, if they if they're still thinking they're in a fucking position to compete without blowing it all up. Right. They're wrong. They're yeah. just flat wrong yeah some teams like you have to realize when you're not in a retool situation anymore you're in a fucking rebuild and like that's the way it has to go like just embrace it i feel like that's the problem with a lot of teams in all sports dude they just won't embrace the rebuild and to me it's like if the quicker you embrace it the quicker you're gonna get over get it over with right you know just rip the fucking band-aid off man 
Rip it off. Right? Look at the fucking... Fucking, um... I'm having a brain fart. I just had him in my head. God damn, I'm getting old. It could be the acid, though. <laughs> Whatever. It'll come to me on color. Is that a horse behind I'll say it on color cast. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get the fuck out of here, bro. Uh, look at us back up near the half hour mark. Um, thanks for hour and a half mark. Yes, my bad. <laughs> uh, thanks for. It's like wow, short show this week. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, thanks for listening. Follow us on all the socials. It's Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. Another it's half hour to go, but a birdie. Another half hour. Another to go half tonight. hour. And we're done. Uh, <laughs> it's all Stone Sports Podcast on Colorcast tonight. Uh, this is Tuesday, but I guess it'll probably be another day when you're listening to it. For, so forget that. But Colorcast Tuesdays at 11. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, all that shit. And let's get out of here, dude. Let's get the fuck out of here. I gotta go write down some nonsense. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you. Later. Later.